It's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning. And you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. It's that time again. Matt Connerton unleashed, and we are live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in glorious downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. Also on Comcast 97 if you're in Manchester. Streaming at WMNHradio.org and on the Facebook on the Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page. And, of course, you can go to my website, mattconnerton.com, for all of your live streaming options and social media links and contact info and show archives, etc. Uh, hello to our friends at Raw Talk Online and Tomorrow Radio. Today is a Friday, a very special Friday the 13th, Friday, August 13th, 2021. Happy reinstatement day, everybody. Very, very exciting. Uh, today, if you don't know... Today is the day, according to QAnon and Mike Lindell, uh, today is, it, it's the day that it's supposed to be official, still waiting. I feared it was probably happening around noontime because that's when the inauguration is uh, typically, but uh, today is Trump's reinstatement day, according to QAnon and uh, Mike Lindell, and according to polling data that I've seen, uh, roughly a third of uh, Republicans uh, believe this. Um, now, the clock is ticking. Uh, like I said, I figured it would be at noon. Maybe it'll happen during my show. Maybe there will be breaking news today. Wouldn't that be exciting if it actually uh, happens live while I'm on the air? And if it does, by the way, we will uh, divert the feed to uh, one of the major news networks to cover it, the uh, re-swearing in of Donald John Trump. Um, would he still be considered, once he's reinstated, uh, if that does happen? And like I said, as the day wears on, I am becoming increasingly skeptical. But uh, if and when he is reinstated today, 
Uh, will he still be considered the 45th president or will he become the 47th president? How does that work exactly? Uh, is the Biden administration scrubbed from the history books when uh, President Donald John Trump uh, reassumes the throne of the presidency on reinstatement day. It's very, very exciting. I know, by the way, there is some quibbling and conjecture about, well, maybe it's not actually supposed to be on the 13th. Maybe it's not supposed to be until the 14th or the 15th. You know, sometimes people make these predictions and they don't always fall on the precise day that was originally prescribed. But we'll see. We'll see. But I know that uh, today is supposed to be reinstatement day so a very very exciting day for all you MAGA cultists out there who just cannot wait for Donald Trump to uh, reclaim the mantle of the presidency it, it, it must be very exciting for some of you um, so there you go anyway uh, I do want to remind you, of course, that we are proudly sponsored by the Hopknot in the Brady Sullivan at 1000 Elm Street, right across the street. They have delicious gourmet pretzels. They have a large assortment of craft beer. And it's Friday, which means tonight they have Grant Lampton performing live from 7 to 9 p.m. as he is there every Friday evening. He's doing a residency there. Uh, make sure you check him out. Very, very talented gentleman. He joins us every Tuesday here uh, as Mike Sutterth for his weekly Tweakonomics segment. But Friday nights, he steps into the telephone booth as Mike Sutterth, and he comes out holding a guitar as Grant Lampton. And uh, so uh, he'll be there tonight. Of course, uh, the Hopknot, great food, great service, and a wonderful family that owns and operates it. And we're so honored and proud to have them as a sponsor, as well as the other great sponsors here at WMNH, like Queen City Cabinetry, CGI Business Solutions. And I just heard right before we went on the air, you know, we'll We'll play it again, of course, at the top of the hour when we take our break. The a brand new commercial for Adored Wi-Fi, the newest sponsor here at WMNH. Peter White made the announcement on the morning show uh, this Monday, this past Monday morning about Adored Wi-Fi coming on board, now operating here in Manchester. So very exciting. Things continue to grow here. If you're interested in sponsorship or you know a business who might be, feel free to reach out to me. Shoot me an email uh, easiest way to do that is matt at mattconnerton.com. Uh, hit me up. Uh, it's it's affordable. It's a great value, and uh, I would love to talk to you if it's something about which you would like to talk to me. So matt at mattconnerton.com. Uh, if you would like to reach out and contact us during the program uh, for something uh, related to the show, uh, 603-250-6007 is the number, 603-250-6007. You can also text me at 617-917-4476. Tweet me at Matt Connerton or send an email to Matt at mattconnerton.com. Uh, we might have a couple of uh, guests uh, stopping in, so we'll see. Uh, I did uh, I did hear from uh, from someone, so... Uh, I, I am alone at the moment now, though, so feel free to call. The phone line is open, 603-250-6007. And we'll say hello to everybody in the uh, Facebook live chat in a moment, but I also want you to know, apropos of nothing, just something that happened today, I was on my way here, and I saw a big, big bad biker-looking dude on a pink motorcycle as I was on my way here. And I saw that. And I'd never seen anything quite like that before. And I thought, you know what? That looks pretty cool. I like that guy. We have our first call of the show today. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? 
Hey, Matt. It's Ronnie. How you doing, bud? Good, Ron. How are you? Very good, thank you. Matt, I know you did the commercial, or it's your voice in the commercial for the Hopknot. Yes. And I know Queen City Cabinetry, who, I'm not sure who did their commercial. Peter. Because I like it quite a lot with all the different music clips that are kind of joined together. That Whoever did that really is pretty cool. That's uh, Peter now, White. I, Peter did that. Well, that's pretty cool. He did a great job. Yes. And I did hear this other guy's commercial today, and 99% of it I thought was pretty all right. Nothing fancy, but the beginning of it, it reminded me of a uh, love connection kind of thing until it got going and I figured it all out. I don't know if he did that commercial himself, but maybe uh, in the time, before time goes too far. Again, he's your sponsor, so I'm not going to you know, knock the guy down. But I just think uh, the quality for what is, is just for what I've heard so far, just a little on a weaker side. But, you know. Kudos to him. I, I still, I wish he makes a billion dollars in the next five years. So I wish him the best. All right. Duly noted. Yeah. And uh, one last thing. So, um, you know, we, we haven't heard Trump's name too much in a whole long time. What becomes of really? his company again? Does he take it back from his kids or does it stay in his son's name? Or in, uh, you know, we'll, we'll go, what's the, what would be the, uh, the, the road for them and that? Yeah, that I don't know. I I, uh, I assume Trump is back to uh, when he's not plotting his return. You know, today is a big day, Ron. Today is supposed to be Trump's reinstatement day. So it might be a moot point yeah. if he is uh, reinstated today. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if he's still letting the kids run it. I don't know if he was ever really completely disinvolved in the company. Uh, that's a good question. I'm not really sure. And even one more question. Um, what about Joe Biden's son? Um, I don't know. For a while, he was under scrutiny, and then that just kind of disappeared. Uh, is that all said and done? Well, a lot of the um, the uh, proposed investigations uh, into Hunter Biden were, you know, based on a lot of conjecture and things that have uh, since been debunked. I don't uh, accept. I think there might be. Now that you mention it, I think there might have been, might have been, and it might be ongoing or it might not. I think the Department of Justice might have been investigating something about him. I'm not sure, Ron. To be honest with you, I forget where all that stands. I don't. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think he's necessarily completely off the hook. But I don't think it was ever proven. You know that stuff about the computer and everything all turned out to be a bunch of nonsense. So. Um, really, you know, so I don't know. I don't, I don't think we're going to hear much about Hunter Biden in the future, but, uh, but we may, who knows? Yeah. All right, brother. All right. Uh, have a good day. All right. And I hope to hear from you tonight. Yes. On retro spectrum radio. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for the call, yes. Ron. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yes, Retro Spectrum Radio will be live tonight at 7.30 with Paulie C. And I have the honor and privilege of being Paul's co-host on that show, along with our friend Dan Randlett. And uh, sometimes DJ Steve is with us as well. Uh, summertime Songs is the uh, theme this week, I believe. So we look forward to that tonight at 7.30. But Ron leaves us. That opens up the line for you, 603-250-6007. 603-250-6007. Uh, let's say hello to everybody in the Facebook live chat. Rocky Huber says, what's up, Matt Connerton? What's up, Rocky? Uh, Stacy Lawton uh, from Nashua, who is a top fan, says, good afternoon, Matt. Uh, Jenny is in the chat room and says, shalom. Um, 
Stacy says, uh, former crack addict. I'm kind of wondering if he's back on it. Uh, referring, of course, to Mike Lindell. By the way, Mike Lindell uh, just did that cyber symposium, which apparently was a, a quite a success. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. It was uh, uh, a terrible embarrassment, or it would be an embarrassment if, in fact, Mike, Lim, uh, Mike Lindell is uh, capable of being embarrassed, which I don't suspect he is. I uh, He doesn't strike me as particularly self-aware or someone who is ever embarrassed uh, by anything. And in his mind, it probably was a rousing success. Uh, let's see. Dirk Don is in the Facebook live chat. Dirk, of course, from the great arrogant media. And he says in all caps, give me God, Emperor Trump. Well, that would be interesting. That raises a, a, a good question, Dirk. Um, is it possible that because, look, if this happens, if this thing happens today that is supposed to happen, Trump's reinstatement, will he, because he will be the first president in American history to be reinstated, just occurred to me when this goes up uh <laughs> when this goes up on YouTube it's going to end up getting uh, removed because of all the cuz you know YouTube won't be able to detect my uh the algorithms won't be able to detect my sarcasm anyway well we'll see what happens <clears throat> okay um so here's the the question because Trump will be the first president in American history to be reinstated after having lost an election, does he get, you know, so that's that's a unique event uh, in and of itself, uh, that uh, Cracker Jack, or the Kraken uh, lawyer, as she's often referred to, uh, Sidney Powell, uh, she uh, she's the one who brought it to our attention that apparently somewhere in the Constitution, buried somewhere in there, is uh, is a provision that allows for the reinstatement of Donald Trump. No one else. She is such a constitutional scholar that no one else has even been able to find the clause in the Constitution that says that. But she uh, clearly has uh, poured over the entire document and uh, and was able to figure that out. So anyway. Um, when Trump is reinstated, will he be simply President Trump or will he be, as Dirk suggests, God Emperor Trump? And I think maybe because he will be reinstated, the first president in American history to be reinstated after losing the election, I think perhaps he does deserve a greater and grander title. So I uh, I like that idea, but we'll see. Uh, I don't know any of these QAnon freaks, so I can't ask one of them. But uh, but perhaps that's uh, that's what will happen. That would be very, very exciting, wouldn't it? He'd be our first God Emperor. Um, let's see. Stacy is asking, has Ron put any clothes on? I assume so. I believe, uh, Rod is, or, uh, Ron is, uh, only nude, uh, during the morning show, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let's see. We have, uh, another call. I, I knew reinstatement day was going to be very busy around here. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hello? Anyone there? It's the Phantom. Um, Tom Blanchard is in the chat room. Tom says Friday the 13th is, is, is actually the day that a lot of the Knights temp, uh, Templars were executed. Oh, is that where that comes from, Friday the 13th? Because that is a bad day. I mean, look, anytime, whether you're a Knights Templar or not, anytime that you're executed, I mean, that's uh, you're having a rough day. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? 
Matt, can you hear me? This is Ron. Hi, Ron. Hey, I need you to educate me on something. Now I'm being so serious. Yes. Under what circumstances would he be reinstated anyways? Does this have to do with voting fraud? Or, I mean, I guess I I'm just haven't even got a real clue. Well, I'm not exactly sure either. I think the idea is that um, there was mass voter fraud. I mean, there's no actual evidence, but that doesn't seem to matter to any of these people. So I think they think that because there is mass uh, voter fraud in their minds, uh, then uh, Trump is inevitably going to be reinstated. Plus, I think there's a whole uh, backstory uh, if you go on one of those uh, websites like 4chan or whatever. Um, but I think ultimately, it, it if you really want to get behind the whole concept, it helps if you're a, uh, a former meth addict who uh, starts a pillow company. Um, but uh, honestly, Ron, it's all very confusing to me as well, my friend. So I wish I could explain it. But I'll tell you what, though, if it does happen, as much as I don't like Trump, it will be very exciting and truly a historic day. All right. I, I guess I can figure it out from uh, what you what you laid out. It's well, not based on fact. It's based on fiction and then uh, fake news, all that. And for the caller who was wondering if I did have any clothes on, I got to be honest with you. I did decide to get a little comfortable. I am wearing socks and a T-shirt, and uh, that's about it. Well, you know, Ron, it's a hot day. It's a very, very hot day. I don't blame I, you. That's it. But all my windows are closed. Nobody can see in. Nobody can see out. Just me and my cats. <laughs> you and your cats, huh? All right. Very good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, my friend. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Well, I'm glad that Ron, uh, Ron had a question that I wasn't able to fully answer, but he was able to answer Stacy's question. So everything works out in the end. Uh, 603-250-6007, if you'd like to call 603-250-6007. Um, <laughs> Mike Palapita joins us in the Facebook live chat. Mike, of course, from Queen City Cabinetry in the historic Sunbeam Mall. You can bring your kitchen to life with Queen City Cabinetry, one of our wonderful sponsors here at WMNH. Uh, Stacy says, hey, like in Egypt, they're going to call him Pharaoh Trump. Oh, that would be very exciting, wouldn't it? Uh, let's see. Forbes.com. Maybe this will answer some of Ron's questions and mine and those of all of us. Uh, Forbes.com uh, posted this article. QAnon marked today as Trump reinstatement day. Here are other flop predictions of Trump's return. Oh, there's a pattern here. Uh, the, the remaining hardcore QAnon followers who are still holding out that former President Donald Trump will somehow be reinstated as president were dealt another disappointment today. Uh, uh, wait, hold on. Before we continue with this, I have to say the day is not over. Look, I did assume it was going to happen at noon if it was going to happen because that's when the inauguration happens at noon. Or a little bit before. Because if you remember... <laughs> I don't know if people remember this or notice this. The day that Biden was inaugurated, I remember Jenny and I, we both noticed, um, they did it a little bit early. They didn't wait until noon. Granted, it takes a few minutes to do the swearing in, but they didn't wait until noon. They did it about 20 minutes early, and I do believe it was intentional, and I do believe it was uh, a little bit of a finger in the air to a certain uh, gentleman who was in the process of becoming the former president in that moment. It's just a theory. And, you know, if that is in fact, if my theory is correct, I think that's pretty funny, uh, given how I feel about Trump. Anyway, so 
Uh, it says here, uh, these people who believe that were dealt another blow today. Uh, the latest date believers had pegged for an unconstitutional return to power after earlier predictions also went by with a whimper. Uh, key facts. For months, August 13 had been pushed as the date for Trump's return to power, though it doesn't seem there was much of a basis for why this specific date was predicted. Some Trump followers who falsely claim widespread fraud robbed him of a win in the 2020 presidential election had hoped the GOP-pushed Arizona election audit would uncover proof of fraud, but the audit is running months behind schedule and cannot alter the long-certified election results. That's a, an important thing, by the way. You know, once uh, once the votes are certified, uh, that's it. They're certified. So uh, you don't. You, you, there, there's no such thing as uncertification. Let's see. Uh, according to Maggie Haberman of the New York Times, Trump himself was saying earlier this year that he believed he'd be reinstated to office by August, though his daughter-in-law and campaign surrogate Laura Trump said Trump's team didn't actually believe he'd return to the White House this year. Wow. She sounds like the negative one in the family. Uh, My Pillow CEO Mike Lindell, a noted conspiracy theorist regarding... The 2020 election results has also floated August 13th as reinstatement day for Trump and several GOP senators who lost in 2020, while far-right attorney Sidney Powell has also claimed that Trump, quote, can simply be reinstated, unquote, even though there's no legal authority for that to happen. So some key background here in the article. QAnon conspiracy theorists had put earlier hopes on March 4th. Oh, I see, I'd forgotten about this. March 4th as the date when Trump would be sworn in as president. The, quote, true inauguration day. Apparently that's what they call it. Since March 4th is when presidents were sworn in before the 20th Amendment passed in 1933. I didn't know this. Which moved inauguration day up to January 20th. But there was an even stronger theory behind that date, with QAnon followers claiming that the U.S. government had secretly turned into a corporation in 1871. Oh, God, I, I know people who are really into this, this whole corporation thing. Uh, meaning that all presidents that had served since Ulysses S. Grant have actually been illegitimate. The idea that Trump would be sworn in as the 19th president on March 4th was enough to entice some QAnon followers to travel to Washington to attend the non-existent ceremony <laughs> with Trump's D.C. hotel mysteriously choosing to jack up room rates around that date. There's more, but can I just say, if they did that, if, if, Somebody in the Trump organization said, hey, when these people come to town, we know they're going to be in town for that date because they believe this nonsense. We got to jack up our roommates and make some money off of these freaks. I'm actually fine with that. I'm all for it. Hey, that's just capitalism. Sometimes being stupid and or crazy can cost you money. That's that's just capitalism, baby. What are you going to do, right? Anyway. 
Uh, but while some still believe Trump will return as president, the winds were largely taken out of the sails of the QAnon movement when Joe Biden was sworn in as the 46th president on January 20th, leaving QAnon followers who truly thought Biden wouldn't be allowed to become president dumbfounded. Many QAnon followers believed they would arrive at Biden's inauguration only to reclaim power and execute Democrats, who QAnon says are part of a satanic child sex trafficking cult that secretly controls the U.S. through the dark machinations of the deep state. Yeah. Uh, U.S. Representative Dan Crenshaw, Republican of Texas, uh, he's the guy with the eye patch. Uh, dismissed a QAnon believer who heckled him during a campaign fundraiser on Wednesday. The heckler said Arizona's election audit would allow Trump to capture its electoral votes, to which Crenshaw replied, you're kidding yourself, noting that the outcome of the audit can't actually flip the Arizona results. And even if it could, Arizona on its own wouldn't be nearly enough for Trump to claim he actually won the election. Quote, don't kid yourself into believing that's why we lost. It's not, unquote. It's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. I'm surprised Crenshaw would be so blunt. I, uh, you know, he's risking his political future, uh, uh, doing that you know they'll run him out next thing you know he'll be uh hanging out with uh liz cheney no i'm kidding that won't he'd never do that um number 18 that's how many states have enacted laws this year making it tougher to vote according to the brennan center for justice in an apparent response to trump's assertion that widespread voter fraud had robbed him of a second term uh, what we don't know is if QAnon followers plan to place their hopes on yet another day they believe Trump will return as president. It's not clear what that next state will be. By the way, I predict the answer is yes, because that's what always happens. It's like these, um, you know what this is very much like, and I'm, I'm sure this has uh, occurred to many of you as well. It's very much like, you know, the preachers who claim that God talks to them and tells them on what day he plans to destroy the world or the rapture is going to happen or he's going to punish all the gay people or whatever it is, right? You know, they, they say that God tells them the date that this will happen and then they announce it to everybody. Okay, here's the date. And of course, it's all a business. It's all a scam. They tell you that because they want you to buy you know, like Jim Baker or Clyde Lewis, you know, they sell those survivalist food buckets. Uh, 
They want you to buy those so that you're ready for when whatever God told them is going to happen when it happens, even though it doesn't make any sense logically, because in theory, if you are a follower, uh, you are someone who would not actually need the food buckets to survive because you're going to get swept up in the rapture, right? Uh, it's the people who are going to get left behind who are going to need the food buckets, but they're not the ones who are in the market for them. So the whole business model is a little uh, flimsy, although maybe not because it's apparently very successful. Um, but uh, but it's the same kind of idea in the sense that you pick a date and then when what was supposed to happen on that day doesn't happen, you just pick a new date. And you, you come up with a reason, doesn't matter how flimsy, doesn't matter how insane, because we're dealing with things that are flimsy and insane to begin with, the, with these concepts, right? Whether it's QAnon talking about Trump's reinstatement or some televangelist saying God told him when he's going to end the world. It, it's all nonsense, right? So you just pick a new date. It's the easiest marketing in the world. <laughs> you pick a new date. And you say, oh, yeah, it's actually going to be on this date. And then when that date passes, you say, oh, no, no, okay, it's actually going to be on this date. And you just keep going. This will be the same thing. Um, let's see. Yeah, so that's that's really it for the uh, Forbes article. Um, should we talk about, while we're on the subject, and uh, don't worry, we're not going to spend the whole show on this, but... Um, but I did think we should have some fun on uh, reinstatement day. The um, what did he call it, Mike Lindell? What did he call it? The cyber was cyber symposium. Yes, the cyber symposium, <laughs> where one of the people he had speaking at the symposium actually came right out and admitted, "Yeah, uh, there's no evidence." <laughs> it's like, whoa, that wasn't uh, that wasn't the whole idea here. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hi, this is Brandon from Portland. Brandon from Portland. Uh, may I, I don't know if anyone else has said it to you today, Brandon. Perhaps I'll be the first. Happy reinstatement day. <laughs> it didn't last very long, did it? The, uh, how dare you, sir? The day is not over. It is only 4.33 p.m. There are several more hours during which Trump's reinstatement could take place. And as much as I don't like Trump and I don't look forward to him being president again, I am excited for this historic moment should it happen. And I'll be able to someday tell my grandkids, except I don't have any children, so that'll never happen. But I'll someday be able to tell younger generations, I remember that moment when Trump was reinstated. I think it's exciting. Um, well, I wasn't really sure who, who was still uh, genuinely believing that this was going to occur. Um, only the, the, uh, the real fringes of the, uh, well, I mean, QAnon is not even really a movement anymore. I, from what I can discern, they're, they've kind of broken up. Oh, uh, these people are clearly still out there. Actually, uh, I've seen polling data that shows about a third of Republicans, uh, of registered Republicans, uh, believe, uh, in all this, uh, all this mess. I mean, you know, Trump, uh, for all his lies, he, if he has one strength, it's marketing. He knows how to market an idea. And he's been very successful, I would say, at marketing this idea, false as it is, that there was widespread election fraud and uh, a lot of Republicans buy into it. And, uh, and you know, they, uh, they, like to, uh, they like to go all in on the crazy. Some of them. I don't well, I'd say, uh, I'd say a lot of Republican voters buy the fact that the election was stolen, but a lot of Republican officials have been 
uh, their hand has been forced and they're so cowardly Agreed. that they won't uh, make a political stand that would potentially uh, hinder their reelection efforts. 100%. That's an excellent point, Brandon. Yeah, most of these people, these, these uh, Republican uh, election officials and, of course, the Republicans serving in Congress and so on, uh, yeah, they know it's all a big scam. Um, and like, obviously, like Kevin McCarthy. Oh, of course, of course, and he is cowardly, and uh, yes, he he clearly knows. They all they all know. Uh, the voters don't catch on, but the people actually running the scam, they're all in on it. Absolutely, hundred percent. And 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 once, well, it's going to be interesting. What's going to happen? We'll see in the midterms. Basically, the Republicans will will uh, see which Trump candidates well if the trump candidates do better than or if all the non-trump candidates get uh lose you know we'll see how that how that unfolds like how trump is the party really oh yeah uh, unfortunately i think it's i think the party is still very trump i believe uh, for example i've been you've probably heard me say it i've been predicting on the show that the political career of liz cheney is probably over the political career of Adam Kinzinger is probably over. I believe they will both be primaried by Trump-backed candidates. In fact, I think Trump has already said something about um, about uh, backing someone to oppose Liz Cheney. Um, I think I think Trump Liz Cheney also Lisa Murkowski in Alaska. Oh yeah, yep, absolutely. I think um, I think Trump still looms large. So much so, I believe he is the presumptive nominee. In 2024, I believe he'll be, you know, barring prison or a health issue. I believe he will be the Republican nominee in 2024. I really do. Um, well, that that's likely the case. But what we'll see before that is these sort of proxy wars in the party. And we'll see who will if, if, if the Trump. Well, obviously, Trump is a majority of the party. But will they completely take over all these moderate Republican seats in the primaries or, or will the couple of them hold on? Yeah, I mean, I think the I think the moderates who are safe are the ones who kind of keep their heads down and try not to try not to to, to say anything, you know. I mean, or you could be like Mitt Romney and kind of just um, understand where you are politically. And I guess uh, Mitt Romney, I mean, it doesn't take. I don't think he has a lot of courage for what he's done, but in things like voting for impeachment, mm -hmm. stuff, you know, stuff like that. Uh, what do you think about Mitt Romney? He might, well, when is he up for re-election? I, I mean, he's a senator, so he's got, I don't know if he's even, actually at his age, I mean, he's in his 70s. He might not even be looking to run for another term. But um, he's up, I think he's up in 2024. Is he? So he might be, If see, if he was, I would be more worried about his future if he was up in 2022. If he's up in 2024, well, no, actually, he will be in jeopardy. Because if if my theory is right that Trump will be the nominee and Romney doesn't get right on that Trump train, which I don't think he'll do, um, I don't think he'll sell out and somehow find a way to be with Trump. Then, yeah, he actually the, you know what, Brandon, I'm, I'm going to make a prediction here. I don't think Romney runs for reelection, partly because of his age, but partly because uh, I just don't think he's going to he, want to. He'll see the writing on the wall. I think so. I think so. Yeah. And uh, there's a couple. Well, there's a couple of moderate candidates who are likely to run in 2024. People like Larry Hogan of Maryland, mm -hmm. um, 
Marco Rubio, I don't know if you want to call him a moderate. He's not really a moderate, but in this Republican Party, he's technically a moderate. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Uh, even though he, he, he beat Charlie Crist in 2010, uh, a moderate Republican, he rode the Tea Party wave. Yes. Yes, true. The Tea Partiers are now moved to the moderate part of the party? Well, I guess I guess they have in a way. I mean, now they call themselves uh what do they call themselves Popular. now? The, the 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 house in the house they call themselves the House Freedom Caucus, right? They kind of go with that moniker instead of the uh Tea Party. I don't know if they even still call themselves that now, but I think now it's it's well, I don't think they call themselves the Tea Party anymore since no. they were outed as uh yeah. a Koch brothers funded uh, uh thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I, uh, I still think it's very much Trump's party. Uh, it, it's, it's incredible. I mean, it's such a cult. We've never seen anything like this before. You know, usually if, well, if what about Ron, what about Ronald Reagan? Yeah, um, I. So growing up, you know, I'm I'm in my 40s, and growing up, of course, Republicans worshipped Ronald Reagan. That is true. In fact, I've often referred to him as the patron saint of conservatism. But I think that even Ronald Reagan would be envious of the love and adulation these people have for Donald Trump. And did you notice, Brandon? Republicans, when running for office, they would always try to make themselves kind of look like Reagan. They would quote Reagan. They would often refer to Reagan, and they would talk about wanting to be like Reagan. And did you notice when that all ended, when Trump came along? And all of a sudden, it's like Republicans everywhere just completely forgot about Ronald Reagan. You notice that? Nobody really mentions Ronald Reagan anymore. It's all... that was, that, That's really interesting because, like you said, they used to have uh, debates at the Reagan Forum in mm -hmm. California. They would, And there was a famous moment in 2008 where the Republican candidates mentioned Reagan, I think, 150 times <laughs> in one debate. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like in 2016, I, I don't recall... Really, Reagan being mentioned, uh, Marco Rubio mentioned him a little bit. Yeah. Ted Cruz mentioned him a little bit, but that's about it. Yeah. Well, the other thing that happened, which was kind of an interesting moment, was during one of the debates, Rand Paul kind of called everybody out. And I, you know, I've, I've come to uh, find Rand Paul to be pretty detestable, but he's had a good moment here or there. And uh, during one of the debates in 2016, he said something about, you know, we all try to talk about, uh, we all try to make ourselves in the image of Reagan, but it's but th there can never be another Ronald Reagan. So it's kind of foolish to keep invoking his name or something. He kind of called everybody out on it. And I think that kind of put a little bit of a chill on that whole thing. But I think it was more because of about I think it was more about Trump. Trump showed up on the scene. He's immediately well, in double digits well, in the polls. And that seemed to be what Republicans wanted. And they forgot about Reagan. That that but also the idolatry, the the image of Reagan has started to kind of unfold a little bit as uh, we look at history because the republican narrative is that reagan was a uber republican he cut taxes he uh you know, reaganomics he did all this great stuff that republicans would love today when in reality he uh gave amnesty to illegal immigrants yep yep that is true and that's something that would never ever pass in the republican party today no that is true that is true um and republicans don't like to talk about that although when it you know, when it back when they used to actually talk about Reagan, they didn't like to talk about that. Although um, I've heard many a Republican over the years kind of try to get around that a little bit by saying that. Yeah, they uh, Bill O'Reilly made a book talking about how uh, Reagan, uh, his um, 
his Alzheimer's is what caused him to do these liberal things. For real? Somehow the shooting in 1980 caused him to go through all these things and he had a blood transfusion and that's why he made all these wrong decisions. Really? That's what O'Reilly claims? Wow. Yeah, and he he got into a huge argument with George Will, who's a famous <laughs> uh, conservative columnist. Yeah. Uh, because George, George Will is like a Reagan, like, Reagan is awesome. Reagan was amazing. Oh, yeah. And Bill O'Reilly was saying, like, well, no, he did all these liberal things because he was uh, nuts in the head. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, George Will didn't go for that, I assume. <laughs> no, and in fact, Bill O'Reilly called, well, of course, Bill O'Reilly would call someone a liar on a show and a yeah. pinhead and a liberal loon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Wow. Yeah, I think um, when, when Repu- see, usually uh, that's a, a creative approach that O'Reilly took. Usually over the years, I've heard Republicans try to say, well, Reagan did the amnesty, but he did it with the understanding that um, that there would be uh, some comprehensive immigration reform, including building a wall or something that would go they would immediately follow the amnesty and then the Democrats betrayed him and didn't follow through with all of that. And then Reagan re- regretted the amnesty. That's always kind of been the, um, the way that Republicans have tried to get, and, a- and get around the, that. The but. whole big government, uh, well, Reagan was famous for giving states rights. He, that was, he was famous for always uh, stood on the line with states' rights. He was never a big government conservative. But uh, in fact, he's the one who implemented the, dr- the drinking age laws across the U.S. What, making it 21 across the board? Yeah, he, he basically, man, not mandated, but he kind of coerced all the states to to have their, their uh, ages to 21. Oh, I didn't realize that. And he started it, like the last state was Louisiana in 1996, but Reagan was oh. the one who got that going. Oh, that I didn't know. All right, well, I learned something. Yeah, I, I've never really been clear on exactly when that happened. Um, oh, that's interesting. I mean, I always hear older, like, you know, people much older than me talk about, oh, yeah, when I was growing up, you could drink at 18, but I never really was clear on when that started to change or when that uh, was completed nationally. Oh, all right, well, I learned something. Thank you. Oh, well, thanks for taking my call. And, uh, oh, I also just wanted to clarify uh, the call that we had uh, with John Hopwood. Yes. Uh, he was. They were very accusatory of uh, whether <laughs> I was, in fact, a Mainer or not. I noticed that. I noticed that. And I have a little bit of a, a, a scoop. Okay. Uh, and it's that I'm, I am from Portland, but I'm from a Portland near you. A Portland? Well, that would be Portland, Maine. Uh, yeah, yeah, but anywhere, any listener of the show, I'm from a Portland near you. Oh, and anyone who's listening, okay, gotcha. So, so you are from, so if someone is listening on the West Coast, you might be from Portland, uh, Oregon. You're, you're sort of like, uh, uh, what's, what's the term I'm looking for? You're, uh, a gypsy? No, I was, I was thinking more, uh, it starts with an O. You're like omnipresent. You're like wherever. Wherever we go, you're in a Portland nearby. Right. Yes. Well, that's nice. I, that, that's how I like to. Uh, that's how I like to think of you, Brandon. And, and I'm hoping that uh, we, we will have a little more reoccurrence of John Hopwood on the show. I hope so too. I hope so too. We'll try to make that happen. I don't think he was prepared. I don't think he realized how truly popular he is and is uh, posterior as well. I don't think he knew. Well, uh, thanks for taking my call. I'll talk to you soon, Matt. All right, Brandon. Thanks for the call. Take care. <laughs> All right. The mysterious, somewhat uh, 
somewhat mysterious Brandon from Portland uh, giving us a call. Always, uh, always nice to hear from Brandon. And uh, speaking of mysterious, well, we'll give him a moment to get set up. I want to say hi to a couple people who have entered the chat room. Uh, John Monroe, I think, is a new name in there. Uh, John says, afternoon, Matt. Uh, thanks to Charles Richardson for sharing your show. Ah, yes, wonderful. The Charles Richardson Show, of course, on every Wednesday and Friday night, also soon to be on Monday nights online uh, from 7 to 9 p.m., and we love Charles. Uh, also, I see uh, Miriam, uh, Miriam Banish is now in the uh, chat room. Hello, Miriam. And um, Jenny, this was uh, regarding our uh, conversation we just had with Brandon. She says, um, there used to be an office across from the state house in Concord called Reagan Republicans. So much for them. Yeah, yeah. Trump, uh, Trump made everyone forget, made everyone forget about Reagan. Well, here we have on the couch. Hello there, sir. Oh, I hang on. I turned on the wrong mic. I apologize. That's all right. How are you? I'm good. Let me, uh. I'm delirious from this heat. I know. Are you, uh, would you say you're crazy from the heat? I'm, uh, no, I don't, I just feel, <laughs> I think I'm like a step away from heat stroke. This is ridiculous. Um, that's not good. I really, no, I'm, fine. I'm just kidding. I I'm, would prefer not to have to call an ambulance. Uh, no, we'll be fine. I've just been, uh, out by couple of pools today. Well, I'm glad you're here. Uh, let me be the first, if not. Uh, you know, or perhaps a second or third. I don't know if anyone else has uh, told you yet today, but assuming not, I would like to be the first to say happy reinstatement day. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Uh, you know, thank God. Thank God we can go back to a circus. Or... Oh, did it happen? No, I don't know. I don't watch TV. Well, I've been, I've been keeping an eye on things. See, here's the thing. So today is supposed to be Trump's reinstatement day, but I would have thought it would have been at noontime because that's when the inauguration happens. But here we are. It's uh, see. I, I would have thought it would have been noon, just so he could say, "At high noon, I'm coming back." Right. I don't think he talks that way, though. That'd be kind of strange. Pete, oh. I might vote for him if he did come back talking like Yosemite Sam. Actually, that would be. Fu- you know, I might too. That would what be what in tarnation <laughs> if he came back and he just he never talked like the Trump that we know again. He just had this whole new voice and accent. Dude, just like an over the top like. Hello, guys. It's me. I would vote for that. I mean, I think it would be bad for the country, but it would just be so much fun. What if he just came back with, like, jet black hair, dude? Like like Robert Stack. (laughs) Not Robert Stack. Who's the guy I'm thinking of? The guy shot his wife. Oh, Robert Blake. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Or did he shoot his wife? Well, he was acquitted. So So was OJ. All right. Yeah, uh, that's that's a great point. Yeah. The uh, guy goes to put out a special. If I did do it, this is how, like, <laughs> dude, the brazen arrogance. Hey, by the way, where is Gonzo with you? Yeah, he's here. He was, uh, I mean, if, if I think I'm delirious from heat stroke, he's, he's probably still wandering outside panhandling or something. Right. No, he's, yeah, he's here. He had to put, feed the meter. And then I think he said he was going to grab us something, something to eat. Um, but we had, we had a, um, I think Gonzo will bring it up with him, but we had an artist, uh, uh, Liberty Rain, donated a, a piece, uh, another like a cardboard piece, like Peter's. Oh, um, like the giant cardboard Peter Whitehead. Yeah, it's not like that, but it's it's. Uh, she, I don't know. She called the piece unleashed. Oh, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, I like that unleashed. Or they call the piece unleashed. Now, what is uh, Liberty Rain? What is that? 
that's uh, an artist, just uh, an oh. artist on the uh, on the come up. That I I thought she was from New York. He they were from New York. It's, it sounds like the name of an organization. That's why I yeah I, I, I thought Liberty Rain. Yeah, um, <laughs> but Gonzo thinks they uh, are from this area, Massachusetts oh. or New Hampshire. So oh, I see. But it's a cool piece. Yeah. Cool piece. So you're back from New York. How long were you in New York? So I was in New York for, I think I left on like the second or third. Okay. Something like that. Um, I'm back until the 17th. Um, just sticking around for my daughter's um, 11th birthday. Yeah. Elin Rain, happy birthday. Um, yeah, and then I'm going back down to finish. Um, I I have a lot of work. <laughs> down there it's super exciting yeah, like I yeah. Have a lot of work so what are you doing there fill us in so i originally went down there to apprentice with um another artist um and i thought long and hard about this how i was going to handle this and that and i will just say this i went down with uh as an apprentice to uh, another artist very talented artist and um we don't see eye to eye on certain certain things that have nothing to do with art really yeah so um yeah so we had a, a parting of of ways and i left brooklyn and i went to queens and um just just by by um you know word of mouth and friends of friends and and um my friend uh my friend jesse from from lifted uh jesse bonato mr at yes um he has a cooking show called it's like a cooking and hip-hop show called on to chow with tragedy Gaddafi. um you know the war report capone noriega yep back, like queensbridge legend um but he he uh we were hanging out and his friend um uh, another rapper by the name of chico islam he came by the house and we were just all chatting and Tradge told him that I was an artist and then he told me his son, he was trying to get custody of his son and he wanted to paint the flash in his, in his room, like running around the room. Really? In his whole room. So I went out to uh, the Bayview projects in Brooklyn and priced out like his room, got started on that. And then I have through him. Um, it's humid, sweaty and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. An artist that goes by the name of J-Lo, um, not that, not Jennifer Lopez. Yes. But uh, an artist that goes by the name of J-Lo. And he's out of Brooklyn, too. And I sent, uh, Chico gave him my number. We connected. I sent him some files and links and whatnot. And he's got a 10 hotel deal going on and a couple other um, dispensary situations that he needs 
other artists to do it. And wow. Yeah, so I'll be down in New York, you know, probably two weeks at a whack, and then home, or even even one week, and then like the weekends. Sure. And, and back. It's not really a bad, like, if you leave at the right time of day, it's not a bad drive. Well, this is fantastic. So, um, is this the busiest you've ever been with just doing art? Absolutely. And it is the last thing that I thought, I, like, it was, like, I love doing art. Yeah. Like, I create to create. Like, uh, I think it's the artist Julian uh, Schnabel, I think his name is, was like, the only thing an artist cares about is creating art. And that can be, for me, that's in, like, any discipline whether it's you know music uh karate movies um you know painting uh whatever airtight like any type of artistic expression i'm down with but it's definitely the busiest i've ever been for any type of like for painting especially yeah like i said it's not like it was never my um not i don't want to say forte because but it was, it was, I can I can safely say I'm a, I'm a pretty dope artist. Um, I can say that without sure. Being, um, but it, was, it took it, a long time to 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 get there. Um, but yeah, yeah, I didn't think that it would be that discipline that like mm-hmm. oh I'm actually like oh I can actually like pay a phone bill now. Like you're you're a professional. You right? Like I have a rate. Like it's, like I was talking to console about it earlier today when we were in Ace Hardware, like grabbing paint and stuff, and. Uh, no, he's getting a kick out of it because it's like, no, I have a rate, dude. Like, I have a, like, I know exactly yeah. like, what, and I've never been in a, people have always asked me, like, oh, could you do a piece for this or that? And I'm just always like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to charge. And then yeah. just being surrounded by the right people down there, even if it wasn't in the people giving me the that advice, we're not in the art, quote unquote, uh, you know, contemporary art business. Yeah. But, um, it was really drilled into my head down there. Like, no, no, no. There's like for your time, you're, mm-hmm. you're like, like, no, you need to pay yourself before anybody, you know, Yep. I'm going to create to create. I'm always going to do that. But uh, yeah, I've had some really good guidance down there from some unlike, like unlikely. I've gotten some wisdom from, from, you know, dudes I used to grow up watching on Yo MTV raps. Wow. It's just, that's incredible. Yeah, it's, it's it's really cool. So not only are you having these great opportunities, but it, you're kind of getting a business education in terms of, of art as well. Abs- absolutely. And, like, I will say this about the guy that, like, I went down there with, and this is the, you know, I'm going to leave it at that, is I, as an artist, never, ever even, like, thought to, like, measure a wall mm-hmm. and graph it out and then do it on paper. And, yeah, um, I mean, that's still new to me, but it's... Um, yeah, it seemed like it's a huge difference. It was definitely a, a, a useful skill, and it also it's useful in in you know pricing out or giving an estimate, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, because there's a certain, and I I think uh, I think people can relate to this. You know, with any creative endeavor, where you're you're uh, you're trying to make your way, you're doing your thing, and you're in that sort of gray zone where. Some people are willing to pay you for it because you've gotten to that point, but then that you're in that awkward phase of I don't know what to charge, and right. if someone says to me, "How much do you, money?" You know, well, I don't want to, I don't want to insult you with it. Like, is that yeah, what you say? Like, yeah. I don't want to insult you with it. And I used to always say, like at these like little art shows uh, I was doing, which are also my favorite, like 
those are my favorite like little like dj playing and stuff like that but it's like yeah people be like oh how much do you want for that and it's like it, it, and i could never confident confidently be like 45 bucks for that and, and like i'd be like oh, i don't know what do you want to get and like well i don't want to insult you and, yeah and, and and my horrible negotiating tactics would be like oh no no trust me you're not gonna insult me like whatever if you're gonna offer me actual money right but um i realized that hey, you can't do that and I, I also got some good advice from another artist which was don't sell your original ever really yeah yeah sell prints yeah like so you can have it on display or whatever but sell prints or different variations of it in limited amounts of them for x amount of dollars because once you get rid of that like mm -hmm. I'm thinking of the, the 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 piece I did that became an album for Ape the Grim, and it's actually on SP1's wall right now, and I'm so glad I never got rid of that because it is one of my favorite pieces, and like if I made a bunch of prints of that, I think it would it could do well. Yeah, and make a shirt out of it, like whatever. I want to try and do stuff like like that too. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like take take a painting that I've done, then like kind of freak it on a digital level mm -hmm. and then like he pressed it you know to a limited edition number of shirts whatever yeah something along those lines what about in terms of how you sell art because like i've asked uh gonzo this in fact we were talking about it just recently you know do you do you, uh is there value in setting up a website and trying to do it that way or is it really all just kind of you build a reputation and then you just meet people who are interested in buying your i mean how does that part work yeah that's a really good point so i think and i'll i'll speak for both of us i don't care if he disagrees with this him and i are there's no excuse why him and i should not have our each should not have our own website or mm -hmm. collectively have a website i mean yeah Dude, my social media skill, like, I can't even remember my password. My, like, I don't, like, it's so bad. I have, like, three different Snapchats, dude. My daughter's on one of them, so I'm, like, always questioning which one I'm, like, like my social media skills have fallen fallen off for sure. Yeah. Yeah, like, I went to my, my art page the other day for, like, the first, my Facebook page for, like, the first time, and I don't know, I hadn't painted in a while, and then I got offered that, that, that gig and so i went back to my page and you know save pictures you know download pictures mm -hmm. i gotta be honest he's getting me i have no idea what the point of me telling you that was what were we talking about right before we well no I, I was asking you about the business of selling oh, the art. selling yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah so i mean i don't even have stuff on my i i do have a threadless account i believe it's m3k.threadless.com and there's like three things on there but I like that's like a thing where you could buy a, like you could buy a skateboard deck. Yeah. With one of my it's like a drop shipping company. Like Oh. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. But I almost feel like I want I would rather like I want stuff on a website, but I want it like, you know, made to order and there's only gonna be fifty of them. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And yeah. X number of sizes or whatever. Yeah. I mean if Kanye West can sell a white t shirt for eight hundred bucks. <laughs> Gee, dude, come on can't a guy get 15.99 for like right i don't know because when i was talking to gonzo about it recently on the show i was asking him and he kind of made it sound like like it, it like you don't need to do all of that or or at least oh he, i don't know i mean dude if he's selling pieces like hotcakes i like i don't know i just i think an online presence would 
is always helpful. But I do think the whole engaging of like art events, like um, I I would like to see more. Like I guess they call it in the in the pretentious art world they they would call like somebody like Gonzo and I an outside artist. Okay. Like um, we go and do art fairs and we do like stuff like that. Like our stuff's not at Sotheby's yet or Christie's. Yeah, yeah. Um, you like that yet? Yeah, well, hey, put the energy out there. If that's what you want, put the energy out there. No, I don't. Know? I don't want my stuff in galleries. Oh. I, want, I want anybody who has my artwork, like now, Yeah. and if it's all of a sudden like blows up, I, I want them to sell it to some pretentious person that has a ton of money, put your kids through school, Yeah. and I'll, I'll make you something else. By the way, Gonzo is in the chat room right now, and he says, sorry, Rye, had to go home. He's got to be kidding me right now. <laughs> Uh-oh. Why? What happened? Dude, all my... St- Yo. Oh, no. <laughs> dude. Uh-oh. What's wrong? Nothing, dude. I'll survive. Oh, I, I need to know. know. Is all your stuff... Dude, all his- my stuff's in his car, man. <laughs> dude, he's got the painting we were going to get. Like, oh. <laughs> Something tells me he might be like, it's Cesario's just talking. Oh, maybe. You think he's just messing with you? No, though I don't. He's such a douche. No, <laughs> I don't think he's bad. Sorry. <laughs> oh. Well, well, I, I you know what though, dude, Matt? I went. To, I totally went into this day, like accounting for that. Hundred percent. Like I'm not really thrown that far off my game. What do you mean? Oh, accounting for when uh, my buddy here, Gonzo, came into the mix, and I, like I, because I, I love seeing him. I love. I love the man's art brain. Like, it's a lot of fun. Like, he's one of the only people that, like, when we're creating something, like, you can talk, even if it's not a piece he's creating, I can talk to him about what I'm doing, and we speak the same language. Yeah. I don't know if, you know what I'm saying? Oh, totally, Um, So I love that about about him. I love his critiques, and I love love his feedback, and I love, I, I mean, I've said it a thousand times, I'll say it again. I believe he's the best living artist. That, that's my opinion. Wow. I, I've said it a thousand times. Um, I just really wish he would... <laughs> just really wish he would rope it in a little bit. Like a little bit, dude. Yeah. Uh, well, perhaps oh he'll... Uh... <laughs> perhaps. Whatever. I really don't care. <laughs> By the way, Abigail uh, says, I have a Ryan Gorman original, Abigail Gem. She's in the house. Oh, summer. AG in the house. Yes, yes. Uh, like, which one is that? Ask her which one is I... Well, she can hear you. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Every, that's all right. Everybody does that. Gem, which one Which one? Um, could you describe it at length? <laughs> and uh, Jenny says, that's so rocks, Gorman. She's very happy for you, of course. Thank you, Jenny. I appreciate you. Um. And uh, who else did I? Oh, I saw somebody else in here. I thought. Oh, um, and uh, Braden Russell. Uh, where'd the comment go? Did you delete it, Braden? I can't find your comment. Braden Russell made a, a comment about uh, our friend Brandon from Portland, suggesting maybe he's in, uh, maybe he's in Portland, Ontario. I can't find the comment now, though. It's like it disappeared. That's really weird. I don't think he deleted it because I don't know why he would do that. That'd be strange. DJ Midas is in the chat room. Midas, a top fan and, of course, host of Late Night Delight, which you can hear every Saturday night beginning at 12 midnight with a replay on Sunday all the way to 4 a.m.
Midas must be standing at the door with his bags packed, ready to go. Oh, that's right. He's on baby ready watch. Ready to go. Yes, yes. Baby oh, watch. It's going to be great when Luke Skywalker, bang, <laughs> Midas is born. <laughs> well, we should take a break. Uh, we are at the top of the hour. Uh, this is Matt Connerton Unleashed, and we are live from the studios of WMNH. Ryan Gorman is here with us. Oh, and Eric Street just joined us in the chat room. Hello, Eric. Uh, we're going to play a little something. I haven't played this uh, Weatherman Says for a while. It's a very, very hot day. <laughs> and then we'll uh, show some love to our sponsors, and then we will be back with our number two numero dos of Matt Connerton Unleashed. Don't go away. everybody we are well into our number two numero dos of matt connerton unleashed and we are live from the studios of wmnh 95.3 fm in downtown manchester new hampshire also on comcast 97 if you're in manchester streaming at wmnhradio.org and on the facebook on the Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page. And you can go to my website, mattconnerton.com, for all of your live streaming options, social media links, contact info, show archives, etc. Hello to our friends at Raw Talk Online and Tomorrow Radio. Today is Friday, August 13th, 2021, Reinstatement Day, a day that will go down in history, probably as likely when uh, the reinstatement didn't actually happen. But hey, what are you going to do? Uh, we should all mark it on our calendars regardless. Uh, let's see. I do want to remind you, of course, we are sponsored by the Hopknot in the Brady Sullivan at 1000 Elm Street across the street. The Hopknot on Elm officially because it is on Elm Street. Uh, <laughs> they have delicious gourmet pretzels. They have craft beer and it's Friday, which means tonight they have Mr. Grant Lampton performing there live from 7 to 9 p.m. Grant is, uh, oh, speak of the devil. Wow, perfect timing. I literally just said your name. Grant, Grant Lampton, also known as Mike Sutterth, has just entered the studio. You should sit at the, do you want to sit at the desk? You should sit at the desk. It's better if you sit at the desk. Yeah. What's that? Break it in. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> were, were, you, uh, were you not wanting to sit at the desk because you sit at the desk as Mike Sutterth and today you're Grant Lampton? Is that what, is that what was going through yeah, your head? Yeah, I didn't want to get uh, folks confused. Right, right. But, uh, yes, Grant will be tonight at the Hopknot from Indeed. 7 to 9 p.m which is uh, quite wonderful. And uh, anything, uh, what should our listeners know uh, who might go to the Hopknot tonight? What should it, What should they know to expect from your they performance? Do have a, they, they've got a lovely patio outside, and folks are braving the mm. uh, humidity and the heat index out there. I was surprised. Yes. Uh, last weekend I didn't actually play outside, but it was a heck of a lot more pleasant than it is today. Uh-huh. Um, so I will be inside until further instructed here in about the next hour. Um, mm-hmm. I've loaded in all the... Uh, 
trucks upon trucks upon trucks upon of Marshall stacks and <laughs> yes. So, but so I'm also all set up. Uh, I'm going to visit with you here a little bit. Then I'm actually going to go plug everything in, and then I'm going to come back and talk to my good buddy Rob, who I've not seen in months. Oh, outstanding! So you'll be on Granite State of Mind tonight. I will. I, he's got a guest in the first slot. He didn't inform me who, but he said, uh, "Please pop by in the second half." Um, it's worth shouting out that Rob Acevedo was the guy who actually invited me here about two and a half years ago, um, just as a random musician that uh, one of his friends I was a mutual friend with introduced us. And, um, you know, Rob, he's like, oh, you play music? You should come on the show. And um, yep. I just want to give a shout out to him. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Friday's here, of course. Uh, Granted State of Mind at 6 p.m. hosted by the great Rob Azevedo. And uh, Grant will be uh, on that program tonight as well. And then, of course, it's 730 tonight here at WMNH. We have uh, Retro Spectrum Radio with Paulie C uh, from uh, 730 to 10. And of course, while we're doing that show here, Grant is across the street playing at our wonderful sponsor, the Hopknot. So there's a lot that goes on in this little uh, this little corner of the universe on Friday nights. It's yes, pretty it's cool. quite the uh, alley, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. We're within a, a stone's throw across good old Elm Street here. Yes, yes. Now, when you're uh, when you're Grant Lampton instead of Mike Sutterth, do you, th- does it feel different to you, or you, uh, or, or is it just uh, what's in a name? Well, musically, I've tried to stop doing two names. I, I do it out of courtesy to another bar owner that yes. uh, it's not worth talking about on, <laughs> on, on advice. Yeah. When I play music, I like to be Grant Lampton. It's uh, uh, that's easier for me. When I try to do your uh, you know, our, our tweakonomics segment here. I'm, I don't, you know, I want it to be jovial and all that, but yes. I, I want people to take it somewhat seriously for discussion's sake. Music is a completely different ball of wax and that, you know, I get to go in and, um, it, it, it's like jumping off a cliff. I go in and I jump off the cliff and it's, I was just telling Kenny and Jesse over there that it's really a perfect spot for me that I can really invite anybody, um, I invited a, a former boarding school teacher. I was just telling him, uh, got in touch through Facebook. And I'm like, hey, come on down to the Hopman. He's like, well, what kind of place is it? I'm like, just come on, trust me on this one. Like, yeah. anybody, it's, it's, it's a really cool, comfortable space that, um, you know, I wouldn't say don't bring your kids or right. don't, don't bring your wife. Or, right, of course. But those places do exist. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. What's on your hat, TCU? Uh, yes, my mother went to uh, Texas Christian University down uh-huh. in Fort Worth, Texas. And I'm a big fan of the Horn Frog football team. Hook them. Fort Worth, Texas. Does she know uh, Texas Mike's meme? Uh, perhaps. Mm. My mom was born in Lubbock, Texas. Went to Idaloo High School. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> just wondering. Just yeah, wondering. TCU. I, uh, I'm a big fan of purple, so By the, I, I like the team. Oh, very good. By the way, for those wondering, uh, Ryan Gorman was with us for a few minutes. Uh, he left the premises to go find Gonzo. Uh, to see if Gonzo did in fact go home or if he's downstairs at Cesario's having a slice of pizza. Or I have may- a clue. Or maybe he's at the Hopknot. I found it. A, I found it. I discovered a piece of folded cardboard downstairs distinctly with the lattice pattern when I walked in. So I think he'll return. Oh. I don't think he'd leave it in the little vestibule downstairs. Oh. So that, that was a clue that I'm like, okay, Gonzo's been here. That it, is a good clue. And will probably return. <laughs> that is a clue. Yeah, because he said in the chat room, in the Facebook live chat, that he went, he said, sorry, Ryan, I had to go home. But uh, maybe he didn't. It could all be a ruse. Mm. Well, somebody better look after the folded piece of cardboard with... <laughs> Very descriptive gonzo painting on it. Yes, yes. Well, fortunately, things are a little uh, this time of day on a Friday. Things are pretty quiet in the building. I don't think I don't think maintenance is here. 
Uh, I, I don't think anybody's. Uh, we're we're probably the only two people in the entire building at the moment, so I don't think anyone will uh, will harm the cardboard. Okay, we, that's a good thing. We hope not. I mean, you know that uh, when the uh, the giant cardboard uh, Peter Whitehead in the corner there, that yes. was uh, that was actually out on the street the first day that that surfaced, and someone had to bring it in. Uh huh. So <laughs> he's looking straight at me, man. It keeps me in line. I got to tell you. <laughs> well, if you notice, uh, I want the program director looking at you while you're doing your, your tweakonomic section. <laughs> right, right. Well, I'll tell you what. I found it a bit unsettling in the very beginning, but uh, now I find uh, I find him reassuring. I feel like whatever goes wrong technically, he's here uh, watching over everything. I, I'll buy that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's somebody else who's driving the ship here. Yes, absolutely. Just keep rowing. <laughs> Uh, if you'd like to give us a call, uh, the number is 603-250-6007, 603-250-6007. You can also text me at 617-917-4476, tweet me at Matt Connerton, or send an email to matt at mattconnerton.com. Um, by the way, uh, Eric Street in the chat room, uh, some of these comments disappear after I first see them. It's really weird. But Facebook is like that. Sometimes it's wonky. Oh, I can see it on the other screen. So Eric Street asked, did Tony D have his new baby yet? Because we were talking earlier about how DJ Midas is on Baby Watch at any moment. At any moment, uh, the uh, the new uh, uh, a little DJ Midas might be uh, entering the world. But um, I don't know about Tony D. The last time I heard from Tony D was he was calling this show to invite me to go on the No More Excuses podcast so that he and his partner Brian Mackey could uh, confront me with their various list of grievances about me and about this program. And then uh, uh, I made a, uh, a Facebook Live video addressing uh, the conversation that Tony and I had during that call and to promote the fact that I was going to be going on the podcast uh, that Monday to have that conversation, and then they got upset about it, and they canceled me. So I, uh, so I never got to go on the show. Uh, and then they did a, uh, and then they did a full. Uh, actually, here I'll give them a plug. If you're someone who doesn't like me. Because I know for a fact I have hate listeners. Anyone who does a politically oriented talk show is going to have, or any kind of talk show, is going to have people who hate listen. So I'll give them a plug. If you don't like me and you want to listen to a couple of guys trashing me for a full hour, go to YouTube and type in No More Excuses, Brian Mackey. You'll want to include Brian's name because uh, if you just type in No More Excuses, you'll like a million things will come up. Um, type in no more excuses, Brian Mackey, and, uh, look for the second newest video. Uh, and it's about an hour and it's he and Tony D, uh, talking about, I can't about, believe uh, you have a lot of hate speech. I've only heard of, this is the only the second instance I've heard of, uh, another broadcaster abusing you. <laughs> First was crazy Joe. Crazy oh, Joe. I, yes. I wouldn't say his name. First was crazy Joe. <laughs> yes. Um, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 
who uh, you took it about the face and neck on there pretty well, at least from what I heard driving in the car. Yeah. Um, it was entertaining. And, yeah. And now, what, these people, you, you've pushed uh, their noses out of joint? I guess so. The thing is, uh, uh, Grant, uh, it, it's weird calling you that when you're sitting at the desk. Um, maybe we should have had you. No, I'm just kidding. But um, uh, so I uh, don't take anything personally when it comes to the show. So, you know, whether it's a caller calling up and they're mean to me or somebody saying mean things on social media or whatever. So in one sense, I'm actually a very sensitive person. Sure. When it's outside of the show, just like in my personal life or whatever, I'm actually pretty sensitive. Like I, I get my, my feelings hurt fairly easily. Um, but on the other hand, when it comes to the show, anything involving the show it's very easy for me to compartmentalize. So when it comes to the show, it's it's the, the, the opposite. Like, I could sit here and that phone could ring and I could get 10 calls in a row of listeners just calling up to tell me how much they hate me and they think I'm awful and they hate my show. And not only would it not hurt me at all, I would probably revel in it and find a way to turn it into a bit or something and have fun with it. Sure. On the other hand, say that happened and then I got off the air and I look at my phone and I see I have a text message maybe from an old friend or a family member just completely separately. You know, somebody's telling me, hey, Matt, just wanted to tell you I hate you and I never want to speak to you again. That will crush me. Does this tend to happen like over like a political issue or a delivery issue or a content issue or what's the beef? Um, usually content actually. See, that's a funny thing. So when people get upset with me and it, it tends to be about the show, sometimes it's not about politics but it's about like in the case of uh the guys from no more excuses they uh they didn't uh seem to appreciate my feud with crazy joe and they felt that uh well that sounds cheap they got a whole hour's worth of material out of you <laughs> and crazy joe bantering oh it's not just it's not just i should have thought of that well see the thing is they they came to the conclusion that that's all my show is and that I don't talk about politics or issues anymore. Because what happens is and I understand the psychology of it and it's not just them it's other people who have done this too but someone will tune in occasionally and they'll hear something they don't like and then they just assume in their minds that that must be what the whole show is all the time, yeah. just that thing that they didn't like. I get that, I, and I do understand that. Yeah. But like you say, psychologically, I understand that. Oh, yeah. Um, it's it's that myopic way people look at things. Like they, when, when people think that whatever they see right in front of them, that that's all there is to the world. Ten points for myopic. That means short-sighted, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, and in fact, in the case of Tony D, we actually saw that play out in real time one day. Because I'm sitting here doing the show. It was a day that I was all alone. And I spent the entire first hour, a solid first hour, all about politics. And I I went through several political issues that were happening at the time. Just dry politics. Not talking about Crazy Joe or any of these other weird characters. Just, just nothing but just hard politics. Take a break. Come back. Second hour. Phone rings. It's Tony D. And he's going... This was this may have been actually uh, th that last call, the very last time he called the show, and he's like, Matt, what what is it? I don't understand your show anymore. You don't talk about you used to talk about politics. Now you never talk about politics, and you, instead you're talking about this other stuff. And I said, Tony, I just spent the entire first hour of the show talking about nothing but politics. Didn't talk about anything else except politics. And he goes, 
well, I, I just turned, I just tuned in. I just turned on the show. I didn't hear the first hour. It's like, yeah, I know. Number one, he <laughs> called in. That's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> he called yeah, in. Yeah. Number two, I've heard you say it and I, I, you know, you have the occasional musician, you have, uh, yeah. you know, you have uh, different types of discussions. I didn't know this was, um, you know, the Sean Hannity show or something. I didn't, <laughs> didn't think that was what we were, right, what right. this was. Yeah, I mean, the way, and and the show, see, they're, they're, part of their beef, too, is they talk about how different the show is than it used to be because it used to be a political show, and now it's all this other stuff. That's what they talk about, one of the things they talk about in their hour-long mm-hmm. video, just trashing me. And it's like, You've no. They, deviated from the syllabus. But that, But it's not even accurate. From the beginning, this show has always been, at its core, it's a political talk show. But we've always taken side streets and gone off on other things. And, you know, EZG comes in and does his entertainment report once a week, and that's a fun thing. Nothing political about that, you know. I do have musicians on sometimes. Sometimes other chicanery and shenanigans happen. And, you know, and, and we do we do have other stuff. So it's, it's a political talk show, but with other stuff mixed in. And it's been like that literally from the beginning. But these guys are sitting there like, oh, man, I used to love the show so much when it was all about politics. And now all he talks about is Crazy Joe. And You'll never make it on CNN. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to clean up the content. But it's like, uh, no, the show's, the show's exactly the same yeah. as it's always been. But I don't mind. I mean, hey, at least they're talking about me. And that's why I said he called in, and that's not a bad thing. Right, the, right. The, the phone rang, so. And for the record, I'm not mad at those guys at all because uh-huh. I don't take any of this personally, you know. Yep. And the thing is, you know, and my attitude is too, hey, if you, if you want to talk bad about me, just make sure you spell my name right, you know. Just it's, it's about the publicity. Yeah, yeah. Although it's funny, something that occurred to me recently, that show where they spend the entire hour talking about me, they never actually, well, Brian says my first name a couple of times. Tony never says my name. He refers to me as that guy and things like that. And I Ooh. know, here's the thing, though. Here's what's funny. <laughs> I know they must have talked about that beforehand, and they must have said, you know what? Matt wants the publicity. We're not going to give him any publicity. We'll never actually say his name throughout the show. And they probably thought they were being super clever, like, oh, we'll show him. We won't actually say his name because that's what he wants. Meanwhile, it never occurred to them. I'm sure it never occurred to them. Who knows? Maybe one of them's listening now and they'll hear me say it. That if you do a show, if you do a podcast and you're speaking, you're criticizing somebody, but you never actually identify during the show who it is that you're criticizing, that is incredibly frustrating to the listener. Yes. That they they have to sit through that entire hour, and then they get to the end of it, and they still don't know who you're talking about. It could be a about. former girlfriend at that point of both of theirs, right? Yeah. Like, who are we talking about? <laughs> but it's very frustrating to the listener because I know, you know, if I listen to something and I catch it midway or something and I don't know who they're talking about, yep. and but I'm, I'm curious, and I keep listening, and I keep listening, and I keep listening, and I never hear the name of who they're talking about. Who are you talking about? Yeah. I mean, it's it's frustrating to listen to, and it sure. drives me away from that content creator. And what's twice as frustrating is they spent the whole bloody hour talking about you. You were the content. <laughs> right, right. So I have no problem. I mean, because that that's the only way they get a lot of clicks is if they're trashing somebody. But um, but they but it's just funny to me that they thought they were being clever by you know, oh we're, we're we won't give him what he wants. Yeah. We won't say his name. Meanwhile, all they're doing is alienating their own audience who doesn't. Right 
get well, to ever hear who in the larger sense about. don't take it personally like you said you know it, yeah. it's where it, it this is like your, your thing that you do so yeah. it's uh, that's separate th- from real life i'll tell you though in a, an instance where to me it was uh interesting was there is a guy on youtube or instagram who trashes um companies that's what he does he yeah, you know, he gets some film and talks to some employees, and like these guys are the worst to work for. And he tries to inject his, you know, uh, Instagram filters on his face while he does his thing. You know, yeah, yeah. Years and yeah, it, it, and I actually thought it was funny because I knew somebody who worked for the company, and they said that it, it wasn't a a bed of roses there. So I'm like, yeah. well, that's kind of entertaining. You know, it you showed it to me, and I showed it to somebody else. Like it's doing what it's supposed to do, and it was funny that you know, ABC company here in New Hampshire <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was, so it was entertaining not, and not knowing a darn thing about the company other than uh, an employee who didn't have something good to say about it. Yeah. But, um, I, I, I thought that was interesting. So if you look at it and that, uh, you know, you're a commodity in that sense, <laughs> it furthered you as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, yeah, so, uh, but that was my long-winded way of answering Eric Street's question. I have no idea if Tony D, uh, if his new baby has been born, um, if so, I hope, you know, hope for, for good health and, and all that. Like I said, I'm not mad at those guys at all. I never, I never was, but, but the thing is, you know, I, I live in a world where everyone takes everything so personally. It's, uh, 2021, man. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. You know, it's like, I, and when you make fun of it being the way it is, that's not cool either. <laughs> yeah. I, I, in my experience, when I've said, Hey, it's 2021, you can't say that anymore. <laughs> right. Like Mike, what? What? It was, I was being funny about 2021. Like, it's not funny. <laughs> I guess not. Sorry, that's the way I look at stuff. Right, right. Yeah, you can't joke about not being able to joke about certain yeah. things. Yeah. I'm like, but that's what I did for a while is I tried to make fun of stuff but on a light level, you know? Not yeah. of people, but of, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oxymoronic things that we see on every corner we go to right now. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um yeah, uh, Abigail Jem in the chat room says, anyone who lives has people who hate them. You don't have to be on the radio for that. Well, that's true. Hey, hey. That is very true. And uh, here's another uh, another gentleman we were talking about. Hey, on your way in, did you happen to run into uh, uh, anybody? Like, uh, yeah, we'll let you get uh, mic'd up there. Did you there, see but, any artwork? But, uh, yeah, did <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Now, did you, uh, so here is uh, Rob Azevedo uh, joins us. Did you happen to run into uh, either Ryan Gorman or Gonzo? Neither. I would love to see Ryan Gorman. I want to meet that dude in person. Oh, you've never met Ryan? I've, we've passed each other a couple oh. times. Oh, oh. I find him to be one of the more entertaining, most entertaining people um, that I watch videos of on Facebook and all that stuff. Uh, the guy's hilarious. He should have yeah. a. He should be on Comedy Central or something like that. He should yeah. have a gig. I did hear him on the radio. The uh, the voiceovers he does. He's got the cartoonish kind of voice noises that. Uh, I'm like, there's a lot of stuff. Oops. You know, that's something you don't hear on radio all the time. You he know? is uber talent, man. Yeah. I mean, I've watched him. He was just doing a bike ride down around Nashville one time, and I was uh, checking him out. I, mean, I was watching it, and I was riveted. I don't know. I just he, there's something about the dude. Yeah. You know, he's got that yeah. it. He's got that it thing. He does, yeah. You know, and the Stacey Wilcox character is is just genius. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard that one, oh. but yeah, there's a turned around piece of art in the lobby down there. Yes, yes. We have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, it's Easy G. Hey. Easy G. What's up, Easy? Hey, mm-hmm. you're, you're gonna you're gonna laugh. The other day when I was at the um, Am I? McCarthy show outside over at the 603 Barn Grill, uh, Rob, I, 
I had to take a double look. It looked like you were hanging out there talking to somebody, but it was a fake Rob Azevedo. Was it? How do you know? The doppelganger. That's, that's a, yeah, that... it looked just like it, but it was a younger version. <laughs> Might have been me. I mean, I've been and known the next to... Time I, uh, I hear him on the radio, so i got to tell him that story. <laughs> Handsome guy, right? You never... Yeah, you never, <laughs> you yeah, never know. It could have been me. That's spilled... not Rob Azevedo. That's a fake Rob Azevedo. <laughs> I don't know. I've spilled a lot of booze at Panucci's over the years. You have a, you have a double out there, Rob. Possibly. Huh. Big, big nose, big it, lip, Portuguese dude. I thought I called to tell you that great story. You're running out of time, so have a great show. We did laugh, dude. Thanks. We did Thanks, laugh. Thanks, Eric. <laughs> wow. All right. Eric is going to be calling us on Monday with a entertainment report. Apparently, he won't be leaving the house because it's going to be very hot. Oh, it's hot, all right. But he yeah. wears a muscle shirt. He shouldn't be hot. That's true. That's, <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. Um, we don't necessarily want to see... Him with the muscle shirt in the extreme heat because when I, I don't know about you guys, but when his when he's all sweaty and his muscles are glistening, uh-huh. I feel a little threatened. I feel a little uh, insecure. I feel inadequate. I, is what I'm getting at. I get intimidated by that mat of underarm hair that he has. Yeah, like just that too. <laughs> bulging out of his, you know, his underneath his pits. Yeah, that is... I find it intimidating. It is very intimidating. Very masculine. And very masculine, uh, just yes. grow it. There's nothing more <laughs> yeah, alpha. Let it grow, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing more alpha than yeah. a man who just like lets it go. like that whole beard craze going <laughs> yeah, on. Right. everywhere. We have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, it's an easy comeback. I will yes. be live in the studio on Monday. That was only today <laughs> I wasn't coming in because of the heat. Oh, you'll be live with us. Wonderful. And will you have the mat of uh, underarm hair? So I'll see you guys on uh, Monday. Oh, my right. God. Have a great weekend. Bye. 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 All right. So Matt, Con- Matt Connaughton, you're going to have to get him a uh, uh, unleashed uh, tank top. Ooh, we haven't made any of those yet. That's a great idea. Though. Yeah, make a limited edition one. Doesn't easy like the big bright colors, too. He's not big into the black stuff. He likes right. the yellows and the yep. and the greens and reds. Uh, yeah. You'll run a 50. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 45 bucks a piece. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, not a bad idea. Wow. What's new? What's going on these days? Uh, well, you know, we, we've been celebrating. Uh, well, actually, uh, uh, Grant over here and I hadn't had a chance to discuss it. But uh, today, of course, I've uh, been celebrating on the show. It's reinstatement day uh, for President Trump. Oh, right. Uh, it's great to see him back. Well, it hasn't happened yet, though. And Tonight? I'm, I don't know. I'm wondering because I it's assumed. Happened, dude. <laughs> I assumed it was going to be at noon. Because that's, that's where the inauguration is. Yeah, that. yeah. And Matt, what don't you understand? He never left. He is still our president. That is what some of these QAnon people think, apparently. He's on sabbatical, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> some of them think that Biden is actually taking orders from him uh, secretly. Well, yeah, he's I'm doing such that. a bad job. The market's over 35. It was supposed to dip below, mm. well below 30 when <laughs> he got into office. He's got a huge, once of a, you know, nearly once a generation infrastructure. Uh, bill coming through. Let's pray that goes through. Yeah. And we're going back to Afghanistan. What do you well, care about Afghanistan? I'm not saying that, but I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you know, who can you, you don't care. I'm not saying you, but right, anybody right, who yeah. wants to argue about Afghanistan, I get it, I get it. show me that on the, uh, show me it on a map, and then argue it with me. Oh well, by that standard, that would be that. That would be, I have to admit, I would be. Uh, I mean, I have been talking about it a lot on the show, but I would be somewhat challenged uh, to be able to point to it exactly. I mean, I could kind of guess but i you know I'd, I'd come close see do you know i think this is like a stonewall strategy i think they're going to get the, the t- taliban all back in one and the beautiful us of a is going to come in and just strike them 
I like it. <laughs> Do you? Action yeah. movie style. Wow. Yeah, and then, you know, Biden slips on those aviators and just gives it one of those. <laughs> the wink and the gun, yeah. Mm. Don't worry, boys, I got you. Yep. And he walks into the Rose Garden, <laughs> yeah, into the bushes. In... Yeah. Wow, yeah. wow. That, that beautiful pulled back face of his, I love it. <laughs> that would be something. Well, what if, though? Come on, man. Now, what if, and I'm sure there's few people who think this, and maybe they're right. Maybe the reason his face looks pulled back, maybe that's actually, you guys have seen the movie Face Off, right? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Oh, with uh, yeah. Tra- Travolta and Nicholas Cage. I sure have. What if it's actually Biden with Trump's face this Matt, whole time? Matt, you never cease to amaze me. Uh-huh. You always bring something uh-huh. to the game. You always bring something to the table. Thank Very you. And he's going to come back better than ever. Gas is going to drop to $1.50 a gallon. Ooh. I love it when people stop blaming the president for summer gas. I don't know. Has it only been like that for 50 years? <laughs> gas goes $3? up in the summer. Well, that's true, but not that much. Yeah. See, what is it? A- three bucks now for regular? I, I think so. I Two think in high change? It's around there. Yeah, it's around there. Just selfishly, I... Yeah, you're right. It's gone around. It's, it's been around forever. It jumps in the summer. How yeah. far do you travel, Mike, on the on the average a week? Do you, do you, are you on the road much? I did go to the beach today, but other than that, no. I go to the airport in Boston, or the Nooch, or <laughs> Pappy's Pizza. Uh huh. Yeah. Right Aid. Yeah. The Music Mill here and the Hop Knot. You That's went, it. You went to the beach today. It must have been packed. Uh, I went last night. Yeah, oh. I, I went just this morning. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, by eleven thirty, it was. Um, it was party scene. Jeez, yeah. Had to get this, out of there. With this heat. Yeah, those of you uh, listening online in other parts of the country might not know where, ha- although then again, most of the country, I think, is having a heat wave right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty hot. It's pretty, summer. pretty hot. Now, what do you have uh, coming up tonight, Rob? I know that uh, Grant Lampton is going to be joining you, I think, in the second half. Grant Lampton is always, he's with me whether he's not here or whether he's here. He's always that, with me. I appreciate that. Oh, wow. Yep. He's, he's in your heart. He's in my, oh, absolutely. I in hope my you heart, heard my man. shout out at wow. the beginning of the program, right, Matt? Yes. Yes. I, I missed it. I missed it, but thank oh. you. So the reason I'm here is because uh, Steph Dupuis introduced us and you were like, hey, come on in. Uh, your that, thing and that's one of many beautiful things about n- Steph. Never looked back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very beautiful, nice. Beautiful girl. Oh. Um, let me see. Uh Senny Hunt is on the show. Senny Hunt uh was a guy that played music all around Na- um, New Hampshire. And then he did the Nashville thing, just like last week's guest of mine, Dean Harlem. So he's back for the summer for a few weeks, and I think he's gonna go back there. So he's in studio. Uh he's gonna play some tunes. We're gonna talk Nashville, we're gonna talk about uh, progress in his career, and then at around 6.30-ish, we have Andrew of the North calling in. He's from Concord, him and his band, and they have a brand-new CD out, so we're going to play some cuts off that and talk to him for a little bit, and then I'm going to spin some local tunes, and then I'm going to go sit in a basement off Elm Street and do my thing for the night, and then I'm going to the Ukrainian club with my brothers, and um, I'm going to go watch Who Knows What, one of my favorite bands in Manchester, uh, rip it up there. So I got a night awesome. full of, filled with music starting at 6. Walk past the hop I'll buy you a beer. Yes, I will. 100%. Excellent. A bomb over there. And I'll buy you the beer. Oh, Excellent. wow. Look at you. Very nice. Yeah. Wow. Very nice. I owe yeah, well. And I have to talk to you because I think, remember, I'm doing those summer, um, oh, can I make one more plug, Matt? Oh, by all means. Okay, yeah. so tomorrow um, up at Memorial Field in Pembroke, we are doing, we've been doing the summer concert series last week uh, was Jasmine Mann. Tomorrow mm. is a great, great uh, singer-songwriter from Exeter named Todd Heron and real old school troubadour. He's going to be performing from 6 o'clock until about 7.15 up at Memorial Field in Pembroke. 
um, which is, I don't know if it's, uh, do you guys know the area up there? There's Allenstown, Suncook, and Pembroke, and yeah. I don't know, they're all the same thing, Danville, but, it, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. but anyways, it's, it, we, it's in Pembroke, it's off Broadway Street, and, uh, so come on by, six to seven, beautiful setting, free show, Todd Heron, um, so that's what's going on. I feel that like, sounds great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, cool. man. Very good, very good. Well, we'll uh, we'll start to wrap up here so we can uh, do the changeover. I thought uh, Ryan Gorman would be back, but uh, I wish he came back. I don't man. know. Uh, I don't know what happened. Maybe uh, I hope Gonzo didn't lure him into some sort of terrible trap. How's no. Gonzo been good? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The did fly he, has been captured. Did he get his own show yet at the station? <laughs> <laughs> no, Matt. Do you know if people say sometimes people say to me, and maybe I don't want to. You know, you they're like, uh, why don't you do a podcast? And I'm like, I would never, if you, you don't give up a spot on a radio station, right, right. you don't unless you are kicked out the door. Right. And I'm like, because I'm on the radio yeah. and uh, you just don't give it up. Right. Exactly. Well, and it, you know, it gets uploaded in podcast sure. form anyway. So you already have a podcast. Yes, but you're on the radio. Exactly. exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We're very blessed. Uh, we are blessed. And there are so few spots mm -hmm. in the radio world to get your own show. There's been a lot of consolidation. Mm -hmm. um, and the and the, pandem the pandemic only sped it up, too, because a lot of these uh, companies for a while couldn't sell any advertising inventory. True. Which led to, to more layoffs. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, you know, the, there's, there's already been, there's, um, there's a certain station right here in New Hampshire. I won't say... Which one? But they, uh, they have um, everything comes out of Denver, Colorado. Uh huh. Like like all their programming. Oh, comes okay. out of it's somebody in Denver. So so, but but you wouldn't know it when the disc jockeys do their voice tracking. They talk as though they're in New Hampshire. Can can you tell any difference between one? If you close your eyes between one local uh, station, the only difference between those what I think is just like fast food radio, what mm -hmm. I call it. Yeah. You get the same songs. It's the same canned laughter. It's the same canned conversations. Um, yeah. I can't tell one from the other. Yeah. Yeah. There is a lot of uh, homogeny. Uh, Absolutely. But then you have 95.3 FM, WMNH. That's right. We're the coolest uh, thing around. And I the think. variety is bananas, dude. I got to tell you, in the yeah. off hours, what you guys play when, you know, you guys aren't doing this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the blues music that I hear. Um, the jazz in the morning on my way to work before uh, Pete gets in is yeah. like smooth jazz, not smooth jazz, but like traditional jazz, um, blues, seventies, rock and roll. Um, I heard about you guys before I met you just because uh -huh. somebody had said, listen to this. And it was some obscure eighties tune. Um, but you guys have that variety, you know, in the music. So that, that rings true, man. You know, look at you now. You're sitting in the big chair. Well, what? you're sitting in the guest chair. The news desk. The news desk. It's, yeah. It, that's only on Tuesdays. Oh, okay. And as my wife well, reminds me, it was supposed but, to only be a 15-minute slot. But you're literally <laughs> sitting there now. On Friday. Yeah. Yep. I'm multitasking. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> All right. We're going to wrap up. So, Rob, my recreation, man. But, uh, gentlemen, thank you both. Uh, make sure you stick around. Rob Azevedo will be up next at 6 p.m. with Grant Estate of Mind. Grant Lampton will be on there. Uh, and tonight at the Hop Knot, our wonderful sponsor from 7 to 9 p.m., I will be back at 7.30 p.m. with Pauly e. C. and Dan yeah. Ramblett for Retro Spectrum Radio with Pauly e. C. So uh, thanks, guys. Thank you to all the callers today. And if you miss any part of this program, it will be up in just a little bit at WMNHradio.org and at MattConnerton.com. And uh, I have an appropriate song 
uh, to play us out for the weather. And uh, I will talk at you all a little bit later. Bye, everybody. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Studies show that people who can count to five without saying one or three can also enjoy the new two, four, five breakfast deal at Hardee's with made-from-scratch biscuits. Bite into this deal only at Hardee's. Feed your happy. Tax not included. Available for a limited time at participating Hardee's restaurants. Price and participation may vary.